Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons. We are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. So thank you for being on this mission with us. We have a super fun and bubbly guest with us today. Her name is Andrea Donnelly. She's a celestial mentor, angelic alchemist, and quantum sound and energy healer at weareheretoremember.com. She's also known as your intergalactic fairy godmother. We love an alias, BTW. And she works with her clients on an intuitive level. She uses her psychic gifts to quantum heal trauma, unlock unlock her client's psychic abilities, and integrate peace into their lives, as well as uncover their soul's mission and purpose. She connects to the fairy realms, angels, interdimensional beings, aliens, all of our favorite things. And we are going to learn how to do the same. So excited to have you here. Welcome, Andrea. Oh, thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. (laughs) Hey, so excited to have you. And I, you guys did a reading with Andrea and it was like so why it was like a reading like I've never had before. Like we were bouncing all over the place, but like in the best way. Yeah, I really, so I, I just, my sessions can involve so many different things because I use crystal healing bowls and I have studied energy healing for the past 20 years. And I know about herbs and flower essences. And like, I just really, I am a very, very big nerd. I've studied all kinds of stuff. I've stu- I have a degree in American studies. I, you know, I studied jewelry design. Like I am really one of the most just inquisitive, curious humans that exist. And so my sessions turn into this wild experience because I also make them hyper-personalized. So yeah. yeah. And I, and I like, I have this ability to really, I have one of the most open crowns that anyone who's ever read for me has ever seen. And I have a very high spiritual, like IQ as it were per a neo assessment, which is a psychological test. Yes. And like, I feel like I can guarantee like no two readings of yours are like that. Oh, yeah, they're all so different. And they're all so, you know, one of the things I think when I really like started, I had always done this, you know, but I when I started doing it as a business, it was remarkable to see how different people's readings were based on where they are in their own spiritual development, and then also what they need. Okay, so we're going to start the show by sharing what we're most excited about today. Um, I can go first. So I'm actually doing a live training on quantum leaping today, which is like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite topics. And I, I don't know, I just like feel so called to dive deeper into just like sharing my truth and my story. And usually I'm very like philosophy based, like just sharing theories and, um, you know, downloads that I get, but I like, I don't know what it is lately. I'm like, no, you need to share your story and like go deeper than you've ever gone before. So I'm doing it. So, I mean, you guys are already going to miss the live version, but if you want a copy of the replay, shoot me a DM when you listen to this. Andrea, what are you most excited about today? Well, I am excited for your training, which I signed up for. (laughs) 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 And I am really excited and just so grateful to my brother and my cats because they have just, they're really bringing me a lot of joy right now. I have had a crazy past couple of weeks. I have really had to like up up level and step up for myself and my business in very bold new ways. And um, without the three of them, I just, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm really, they're bringing me a lot of joy and just uh-huh. ease. So love that. We need that connection. Let's do a chakra shout out. We're going to shout out something that is helping us on our journey right now. I'm like very self-promoting today. I just realized because I'm shouting out my new business. I just am because so at the the time of recording this, I have not 
launched it yet. By the time this is launched, it will be launched. And I'm so freaking excited. And Andrea, we talked a little bit about the business on my reading as well. So it's like an online magazine for expanding consciousness. And it's, we're, you know, talking about all things from consciousness to spiritual rituals, to fashion, to relationships, to sex, like all the things through a spiritual lens and with the intention of, of supporting people to elevate their consciousness. And it's going to be like super cool, super pretty, just mixing like fashion and spirituality. Like those are my favorite things and it's time for them to come together. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at prismofficial.co. So P-R-S-I-M official. What is it? Prismofficial.com. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and we'll link you guys in the show notes as well. Who would you like to shout out, Andrea? I would love to shout out one of my soul sisters and someone who I have worked with for the past couple of months, who is also a sound healer. Her name is Emily Dukes, and she has a business called Claire Vocal, where she does chakra toning. And we had a session last week and I had a huge, huge breakthrough following it. So I just really want to like, you know, and I felt like it was perfect in line with <laughs> Chakra Girl yeah. since that's her whole jam is to get everything in alignment. And my journey in this life has been to really get a handle on the 3D, those first and second chakras. And I'll tell you last week during my session with her, I could like feel something move and I was able to like sing and tone in a way that I have never been able to before. So mm-hmm. Oh, get it. <laughs> Emily. I Dukes. really want to be a good singer. So maybe she can help me. <laughs> oh, I let it really helps to like clear. It's crazy. You make all these insane noises. Like sometimes it's beautiful. Sometimes it's horrifying, but you really release a lot. And then you come into this new level of your own like vocal capacity. So I could not recommend it more. What's her Instagram? It is Claire Vocal 33, I believe is what it is. I'll double check and make sure. Claire Vocal. Let's see. Let me make sure I'm doing that right. Because she is just, um, she is an angel. Here we go. Let's see. Claire Vocal. Yeah. Oh, 333. Claire, C-L-A-R, Vocal, V-O-C-A-L, 333. Oh, three, three, three. Okay. So good. I need to follow her. Okay. Yay. I'm going to definitely follow. That sounds amazing. All right. Let's dive into our rapid fire slumber party questions. What Perfect. is your daily ritual? My daily ritual is that when I, I usually get woken up by my guides with, with messages, it happens all night long, but Mm -hmm. in the first thing in the morning, I usually get woken up. Um, a lot of times they'll give me like a song for the day or just like a theme, something that I'm supposed to follow through with. And then I have a, I have a personalized breath work, um, from a brilliant, um, colleague, soul sister of mine, Elise Bassine. I do that. Um, she made it specifically for me to help me on my journey. I have some coffee. I am not like a big eater in the morning. I usually just have like some coffee and fruit. And then I typically after that really try to like ground into whatever my business needs for the day, whatever I need. And I ask to be shown whatever those things are. And then, yeah, I go about doing them. And I really, (laughs) you know, you, you as someone who gets a lot of messages from spirit, you know, the more you just lean in and do everything that comes to you without overthinking or questioning it, everything just starts to fall into place. So yeah, that's, yep. Too bad I'm a control freak, but working on it. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Oh, selenite. Oh my gosh. I have actually two selenite balls with me um, right now. One of them is in my hand and it's just such a tried and true favorite. And it, no matter how anxious I get, if I have a piece of it, like on or near me, it just helps to clear me so much because I receive a phenomenal amount of information from spirit. And I can really like over, if I don't have really clear boundaries with myself, I get very easily overwhelmed. And selenite is always a a hero. (laughs) I have a, I just got a selenite charging plate. 
So I like put all of my crystals on it and it like charges them. Oh, I need to get one of those. <laughs> it's from Amazon, not spiritual, okay. but that's where it's from. <laughs> I'm, I'm personally sending Jeff Bezos to space with all the fucking shit I buy. <laughs> okay, what is that? Do you have a guilty pleasure television show? Oh God. All right. I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I love TV. I love it. I didn't know that I love TV. Yeah. Um, we did I'm not a have Bravo a four. Okay. Like oh. I am all up on every Bravo show. So. Oh my God. I, I love, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, right now I, I love a mystical show, but also a show that's like, like pop culture drama. Like right now I'm rewatching Angel. I love like, I love corny stuff like The Good Witch and, you know, I love all the stuff like Discovery of Witches, but if there's like a show that's both like, and I also have recently just done a whole rewatch on The New Girl. Oh, I don't, yes. I, oh yeah, yes. I just, I, I really, I think that I get all the reasons why people criticize television, but then the flip side of it is that it is a really beautiful way to tell stories. Well, and also it's like, if you're intentional about wanting to turn off all of the information coming in, then you can watch TV and not absorb the information from it. Like you don't have, it's like a chance for you to like disconnect from all the like messages from spirit coming in. And people think that TV, it's like, oh, it's like programming you. It's like, not if you're awake, like not if you can like identify it. Also, okay. Hot tip on new girl, you know, CC. Yes. Her fiance is my ex-boyfriend. So <laughs> you, I just love you so, so much. You are like, you just, you know, as a young woman, I really, really struggled because I graduated from high school in 97 and I won't get too like far off the tra- uh, track, but I will just say that I always loved spirituality so much. And I also always loved fashion and beauty. And it was a lot harder than I always maintained that spirituality and beauty were interlinked, but there's just something so amazing about what I'm witnessing right now. We're like people like amazing, glorious, gorgeous, fucking funny, hot bitches like you are at the (laughs) helm of spirituality. And I just, I mean, I could not love it anymore as someone who just turned 42. Like I... This is what I dreamed of. Yes, <laughs> this is truly right? what I dreamed of. Yep. I know. And I remember when <sighs> I first found this stuff too, I was like, I want it to be mainstream. I wish everyone was doing this. And like, I felt, I even felt like ostracized for like wearing mascara to hot yoga. I mean, that was fucking stupid. Like, hi. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, like I, yeah. I it, it just, it's changed so much and it makes me very happy to see it. Yeah. Okay, what is your sun, moon rising? Okay, my sun and moon are both in Taurus, oh. which is really funny. And uh, a friend of mine, Kylie Caldwell, who's an Akashic Records reader, really in my mind, famously, very comically, once was like, "My guides were, were my guides are very funny with other people, and they they were like, if she wasn't a double Taurus, she would float, 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 float yeah. away." <laughs> so and then. My rising is in Libra. Is that, that is right. I believe that is right. Yes. yes. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. Sign. Um, I'm an air sign as well. So I'm also like highly untethered. So actually, no, I, <laughs> I don't have very much earth in my chart, but I, I have zero water. Like I'm literally all fire and air, but people are always like, you're so grounded. I'm like, you don't know what goes on in this fucking head. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks. I present grounded. Great. Good to know. You're doing a great job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So tell us about your spiritual awakening and when that turned into a business. Okay. Well, I was essentially, I was born remembering. I was from the time I have memories I always talked to God, which I then realized other people called praying and I could talk to animals. I come from a very psychic family, like on my mom's side, they're all Irish. Irish people have the gift and whether they choose to 
embrace it or attempt to destroy it through substances or what have you. That is a personal decision, but I definitely come from a long line of people who were very psychic, very aware if they wanted to be. And, and so I, not to say that that was like encouraged in any (laughs) at all, Um, but I was really having, I, I, this sounds so kooky, but when I was a little kid, um, I was watching a Sesame Street movie. It was called don't eat this. I think it was about being, don't eat the picture. That's what it's called. It's it's about Big Bird getting locked in the Met overnight. They go on like a field trip. He gets stuck in the Met and he meets this young Egyptian boy who's basically been trapped on earth for 4,000 years. Mm -hmm. And he, Big Bird and this young this kid who they're trying to like ultimately reunite with his parents who are stars at this point, realize that the way that you move on is by having keeping your heart as light as a feather. And when I was watching it, my guides were literally like, that is what you have to do. No matter whatever happens to you, that is what you have to do in this life. And it was like one of the most crazy things because I, I was like, okay. And because I always had that like conversational relationship to God and my guides. And I always knew I was like having a really different experience than most people. I always knew tons of stuff about people. I could never understand why, like, as a, anyway, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a journey that essentially started as a young woman. And I learned how to meditate when I was a senior in high school. I learned a second meditation technique my senior year of college called the flower of life meditation, which is okay, I yeah. on this and I haven't done it yet. Yeah. So Drunvalo Melchizedek has been one of my like great teachers and remembrance sources of remembrance. And, um, I learned how to do his flower of life meditation. A couple months after that, I did an actual in training that, that I had done through a facilitator, but I did an in training, um, workshop with him, uh, at Omega Institute when I graduated from college. And so I always had a very, very deep personal relationship to spirit, but I was also part of an academic and a punk and like an artistic community. And that is not a very spiritual space. And I'm not knocking at all, like the beauty that comes out of that community, but I had to really keep my, it wasn't that my friends didn't know that I meditated every day and that I had this really profound relationship to spirit or, you know, that I talked to animals. <laughs> I just meet on the street. Like I say hello to all the birds. Um, but I, in all, every animal that crosses my path, but I, uh, but what I really, it, the fall of 2019 is what triggered my, the, the real, like I was always told by both my guides and everyone who ever read through me that I was going to, it was all going to make sense one day. And I was, you know, my mission was going to be activated. I was going to start doing healing work and it was all going to make sense. And I was like, so I was kind of always waiting in this way. And then in the fall of 2009, got laid off from my last job. It was super traumatic. I had had a back surgery the year prior that I had never really been able to like properly recover from. And, um, I had essentially just gotten completely like that was my rock bottom. I was debilitated by chronic nerve pain. I was a hot fucking mess. <laughs> and and I I bless, you know, I really am grateful to my last boss for laying me off because it was we both knew that it was time. I it had worked well and then it didn't and I'm sure it was hard for him and it was real, you know, it was challenging for me but I was on short-term disability for a little while, and I actually had a, an application for long-term disability pending up until about this time last year. It just, it kept getting rejected, and the third time it was rejected, I was like, all right, I can't pretend this is going to work anymore. Like, I really have to figure this out and go all in on me. It's fucking time. And I hired a business coach, um, Jocelyn Kelly-Reed, who is a fucking angel and a hero and a dear friend of mine, (laughs) a colleague. I work with her. She works with me. And I just, it changed everything. And I, I really, I had done some other things starting in the fall of 2019 to really like start to be more public about my journey, but that's essentially how it, uh, (laughs) how it all came down. Okay. So it's like like a new, new, I didn't know it was a new, new. I love that. Okay. Well, congrats. Thank you. 
celebrating you. So one thing that I've been asking most of my guests, I feel like it's hard to describe in words because it's so personal, like the transition from 3D to 5D consciousness, not necessarily like your personal journey with it, but how do you describe that journey for other people? Because I, for me, I'm like, I feel like it just happened. I didn't like deliberately just like wake up in 5D consciousness. I was like, you know, it, it's a journey. So how do you kind of describe that move from 3D to 5D consciousness? I feel like the big thing about that move is that whether you're hyper-conscious about it and you've been doing the work or whether it just happens like through a spontaneous Kundalini rising or something like that, the beauty of it to me and like the, the sort of transition is that you, it's not that things become perfect it's not even that anything necessarily becomes easier, but what happens is that you go from feeling like things are happening to you to realizing that things are always happening for and with you, no matter how messed up it looks, Mm -hmm. there is something about it. And I feel like that's the big thing with three to 5d is that 5d in my mind is about like, how do you ride the wave of life with newer levels of alignment and grace and ease. And, and that is really like, to me, the magic of that awakening. No victims in 5D. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it's hard because like, I've had a lot of really fucked up stuff happen to me. Mm-hmm. But when I was still in that like victim mentality, my life was always off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> always totally. off the rails. I know. And like, I always say like the number one thing that I learned that changed my life was accountability. Cause like if you, and accountability doesn't mean self-blame. It means no, like reclaiming your power in every situation, taking the accountability to change it because blaming someone, you know, wanting someone else to change your life, wanting someone else to take back what they did to you, said to you, wanting someone else to, you know, change your life for you. That's not going to fucking happen. Um, so once you can take accountability of your power and your magic, then you can get the results you want. Yes. Okay. I want to discuss the different realms that you channel and connect to. I know when you did my reading, like I said, there were like so many things happening. So can you describe the difference between the realms that you connect to and how they come through for you. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I, I channel the angelic realms. I channel Archangel Sandolphin, who's the angel of music. I channel yeah. Archangel. He's, oh man. I was just, just talking about him today. So I feel like this is, this, I feel like he's speaking to me right now. Oh, uh, he's, a, it's funny too, because you talked about singing before. Yeah. He's, he's really like super with us. So I, yeah, I channel and I channel Metatron who is the angel of speed and growth and that, and then I also change, uh, channel the fairy realms. I channel a lot of galactic and intergalactic energy. And I, I know this about myself and I've been told this by most people who've read for me that I, because I have such an open crown, I literally can connect people to dimensions and intergalactic like remembrances that no one else, there are certainly other people alive who have super high level spiritual, you know, stuff to share. But the thing that I do is singular and really unique because I'm able to seamlessly tap into not just all dimensions and the multiverse, but I can go further into the future than anyone I've ever, that I've, that I've ever encountered, which makes it amazing for my clients because I can also seamlessly transition as you experienced during the reading where I was like, now we're talking about, you know, your intergalactic family. And now we're talking about this and yeah, you know, I'm able to my, have you, do you watch the show discovery of witches? No. Um, I, it's, 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 oh, God, it is fucking beautiful. The story is romantic. It involves a vampire. It's hot. It's magical. Um, It's also very well made. It was made by the Sundance channel. So it's like really like intellectually stimulating and beautiful. Anyway, there is a moment on that where one of the characters learns that she is what's called a time weaver. And when I was watching this scene, um, my guides were like, that's what you do 
mm-hmm. for people is that you reweave time because I can go backwards and forwards and up and down and in all the directions and I can really help. So they feel different. Like there are ways that each of the realms feels different. And I am, I get all of it. I am claircognizant. I hear things. I smell things. I see things. I feel things in my body. I can very, I've always, I didn't, I didn't understand like I remember once as a young woman in my like early twenties asking my stepfather or not asking him, but talking to him about like (laughs) those moments uh, where you tap into like basically God and the quantum field. I was like, you know, when you like know that you're completely tapped into everything. And he was like, I have never experienced that before. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I feel like that happens to me all day, every day. Like I was like, it took a while, you know, in that way where like you have to learn that you possess in singular gifts and that not everybody is good at the things you're good at. Mm -hmm. Totally. So when you tap into the different realms, like which are the funnest, <laughs> which ones are like, <laughs> which, which ones are you like, woohoo, love these ones. Oh my God. All right. Pleiadian energy is like the funniest. I love Pleiadian energy so fucking much because sometimes people perceive Pleiadian energy, I think to be like a little bit milk toast, but Pleiadian energy is actually like badass as fuck. There yeah. are women like Barbara Handclaw and Barbara Marciniak. Clearly the word Barbara is like <laughs> something, Pleiadian. <laughs> something Pleiadian. That energy, it's like it's like they're going to hand you your ass on a platter, but they're also going to say it in a way that makes you laugh and is very like songy and dancey. And like the things I see when I channel the Pleiadian energy are all, it's just like one long comedy routine. It makes me feel so at home. And, and I also, the fairy realm is just, they are, they're tricksters. They're hilarious. I was channeling them a lot in the fall. I can't, you love makeup. And so you'll really appreciate this, but the, one of the first times that they really came through for a client for me, I was getting ready. And I knew that they were, I knew that this was like about me connecting this woman into the fairy realms. And they were like, I was putting blush on and I, I wear, I have all kinds of different, I'm obsessed with makeup, but I was putting on um, NARS orgasm, which is one of my like favorite, just tried and true go to. And they were like, more, 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 more. And I was like, I was like, you guys, I'm starting to look like a circus clown. <laughs> like, like, and they were like, no, you want to look so dynamic on camera and really shine. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. So were the fairies, like, and this is, so like, when I think of fairies, I think of like, like Lemurian times, like, is that kind of like when I know that time's not real, but like, when I think of like the fairy realm, I associate it with like Lemuria. Is that the same realm or are there different realms of fairies? They, they are very, that is absolutely one of their biggest connections because when we were in that Lumerian experience, it was a matriarchy. We were living in tune with the earth and fairies are really into, I mean, they are, they're like our guides are, but for the plants and the animals, and they are really here to protect and steward the earth. And so it makes all the sense in the world that that's like how you perceive them. Yeah. Okay. Exciting. I want to talk about my reading a bit and the things yeah. that through, uh, so that people can kind of get an, of an idea of like what our reading is like. Yeah, I would love that. So what are like, I don't know, tell me about my reading and how amazing it was. Oh my God. You're, you're reading. Okay. So you guys, I'm super an Amberly fangirl, just for the record. I am, I will just admit, um, I, because I am, not a young person anymore. I was not actually familiar with you, which made it better. And I was actually really glad that I, and I didn't, I told you this, I didn't, I listened just so I could hear the resonance of your voice before we did our session. I listened to like two minutes of just the intro because what ends up happening is the second that I book with someone, their guides start telling me all kinds of stuff about them. 
And one of the things about you, they were like, it was so funny. Your guides and rights were like, she is the queen of pretty and smart queen. Quit. Like it was just like this thing where they were like, you were going to love her so much. She is like exactly what you literally dreamed about having happen where pop culture and beauty and spirit married into just like a fucking tour de force. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I could see, like, I just, with you, you have this, I always wanted that. I always like my grandmother always loved beauty. My grandmother came through a ton for you, which makes so much sense because my grandmother was a profoundly elegant woman. I don't know if I told you this on your, on the reading, but like she, my great grandfather, my family lost all their money in like spectacular fashion. But um, there was a moment where my family was very, very well off. And when my great grandfather passed away and he was no longer in charge of all the bank <laughs> accounts, the first thing that my grandmother went and bought was an ankle length Christian Dior mink jacket with a silk lining that had her name embroidered on the inside of it. And that was the kind of woman that she was. And so it made all the sense in the world to me that she was with me during our entire reading. Um, And she just was like, you, this woman is like exactly, I feel like emotion. I get really emotional thinking about it because the thing that I can do is that I can see people's purest, highest potential. Mm. And it is, it's really emotional and it's really magical. And so for you, like they were just like, she came here to like fuck things up and remind, (laughs) remind the world that you get to have it all. And that there's a reason like, you know, there's that idea, not with everybody, but with some people with certain traditions that like the goal would be to completely quiet the mind. And to me, that's not it. Yeah. The point is not to completely quiet the mind. The, the point is to, to figure out a way to live like you're living, where you are being authentic and totally honest and sincere and also really enjoying 3D. What was it like on one yeah. of the episodes? You What is it you, you say, like, you know, we want to be able to like have the balance of green juice and vodka. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I heard you say that. On and I, I, it's funny that you say that because I got a message come through this morning I've had this message come through many times but it literally said you still fucking live here okay so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality if you are listening to this I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional and that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Here though, like, yeah, like you, you, but you live here, you live on earth, you live in a consumerism world. And like that, you know, you can still play with that energy 
and be of this world, but do it from a place of intention and knowing that, you know, buying these things are, you know, putting this makeup on isn't your validation and isn't your worthiness, but sure, fucking have that or and have fun and let it raise your vibration if it does. Yeah. Yeah. And you really, you really get that. And that was just super evident. And there was a lot of intergalactic energy that came through for you too. Mm. Like you really, I mean, one thing about you that was also really fun is that because your energy is so like fast paced and just turned on and you're really open, we were able to move really quickly through like a lot of different realms Mm -hmm. and, and like get, get a lot of like tapping you into things just like fast and furiously, which is a, a, like, I love that kind of speed. Like you have a profound openness Mm. and that is also really really beautiful thank you I actually connect to Andromedon every morning and I actually didn't even know that that was like a thing and I was uh I I, like heard the name come through of like the I guess it's like a planet or I don't know galaxy or something and then I like I was like okay I wonder if that's actually something or if I made that up in my head and then I googled it I was like oh okay it's like a whole thing (laughs) it's a whole thing and it's really really high level powerful I mean yeah not that you know obviously like every place has their the beauty and the the magic but like that is a really profound place to be how do you experience that energy I feel like when I was first connecting to it it was like more serious but I feel like he's starting to loosen up (laughs) yeah it's like it is there is something serious about it and there's something about it that's like because it's kind of serious and it it doesn't necessarily have the playfulness that something like the Pleiadian energy has I think it's really really grounding and it it almost um we brought up the flower of life earlier and that like Melchizedek energy and Mm -hmm. and it it to me in some ways like mirrors that of just like really steady but super super deep and the colors that always come to me when I like think about it are those like dreamy dreamy creamy purples and blues. Yeah. I'm like, a, I feel like a dark, dark blue, like, like, um, yeah, like a big muscular dark blue guy. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel he is. Yeah. Like that, yeah. like, like it reminds me whenever I am like struggling or freaking out, I often like to, to call in Archangel Michael. Yeah. And I feel like it's that similar kind of just like really powerful, like we've got you protection hundred yeah. percent yes so how can we be intentional with our guidance I feel like a lot of our well firstly let's let's actually take it one step before that how can we trust the guidance because I'm sure a lot of our listeners are receiving guidance all the time but are maybe not even realizing that they're getting uh you know guidance from spirit I get that question all the time like how do you know how do I know that I'm not making this up in my head and that this is actually guidance from spirit so what would your answer to that question be Oh, I love this question so much. There, the I think to me, one of the biggest things and the most important first step that everyone needs to do is to stop comparing themselves to anybody else. I think that one of the things that we are all, especially in the U.S., taught from the time we're little is that we need to look outside ourselves for to the priests, to the you know parents, to the schools and all that. And I'm not discounting that elders and community do not have profound wisdom for us. Yeah. But, but because we are taught to really discount our own experience, especially from a psychic perspective, one of the things that happens, and I see this a lot with people, is that they'll be like, well, you know, like, I don't see things like you do or feel things like you do or whatever. But the real truth is that if you can just get quiet enough you start to be able to realize that there is a way that you're getting the information. And so once you, so stop comparing yourself. And then I feel like it's really important for people to find something. And this takes a little bit, this takes some, some practice and it takes some playing around, I think. And also not getting like, again, not getting like tied into any result, but we have to find our types of, our type of meditation or prayer. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different for everybody. 
the thing that works for me is maybe going to work for you, but maybe it's not. And there are so many ways, like maybe a person's thing is reading poetry in the park. Maybe their thing is walking. Maybe their thing is sitting in traditional, like silent meditation, but maybe, maybe it's not that, but there is a way that we have to find Mm -hmm. what our, what our method of quiet is essentially, and then really start listening and realizing that it could come from feelings in your body. It could come from, you know, hearing your guides or pictures or, you know, messages when you're walking around. Like a lot of time, just yesterday, I found this gorgeous blue jay feather when I was out actually like playing with my cat in in my backyard. Um, (laughs) And I found this gorgeous blue jay feather and it was absolutely a message from spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's like you and you interpret what the message means because your inner knowing is going to know what it is. It's like, there's no certification you can get to tell you that. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. And I feel like that's like you said, like we're so programmed to think that, yeah, there's one way to be psychic or there's one way to be clairvoyant. Even like there's probably within that, there's a million different ways of, of, um, interpreting visions, et cetera. And I think we're so caught up in things having to be done in a specific way. I actually tell my clients, like, don't get a certification, like, no, because you're going to limit like the magic that's coming through for you. So yeah, I mean, love that. Yeah. Love that answer. yeah. And then, yeah. So then the next part of that question is like, how can we be intentional with the guidance that we receive? Because I'm absolutely the worst. Like I was paddle boarding the other, like last week I was on vacation. I was paddle boarding on the lake and I was literally getting these, like these kind of like major, like ancestral downloads and like meeting my ancestors and they were coming through so loud and they were like telling me things. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I totally fucking forgot everything. And now I'm like, what did they say? <laughs> like write it down and do anything and I feel like I'm the worst with that I'll like listen to it in the moment I'm like yeah that's smart yeah I get that and then it just kind of like goes and I'm like well maybe I use maybe maybe I did imprint it and I'm gonna use it when I need it but I don't know. I'm like, how can I be more intentional? (laughs) I I also love this question. And it is, it's hard because, you know, like that, you're paddle boarding. What are you? (laughs) Yeah, I did not have a notepad and pen. (laughs) No, you have no notepad and pen. And so I think like in moments like that, or like sometimes right when I wake up, I will be shown things or told things. And I'm like, I just don't know if I'm going to remember this, but I, I make a conscious Every morning, one of the things that I do is when I ask to be shown what I need to do, I also ask for like the help to be able to execute it. And so I think that setting that intention, because then like, I'm sure that whatever they told you during paddleboarding, especially because you were in the middle of like doing physical motion and like that, that triggers muscle memory. Like, I'm sure that you actually did tuck that away somewhere. Mm -hmm. And when you're ready, it will materialize again. And so I think that's the other part of it is like asking, you know, for moments like that, where you can't jot it down, you don't have like a voice, voice recorder, asking for help, remembering it, um, for the things that you know are going to be important. And I, and I also feel like it's so important as part of that process of intentionality, because spiritual stuff is not, I mean, I, you know, I, we know the spiritual stuff is still in many ways, not taken seriously. People don't understand that like investing in yourself, whether it is hiring a coach or taking a class where you like are surrounded by other spiritual people, like enrolling in a painting class, whatever the thing is, I think that that to me is one of the other really big key parts of this is that whatever you're being shown, especially right now, whether it's that you need to go learn a new language, you know, go back to school, get more training, whatever it is. And I agree with you about the certification thing, because that's one of the things like with my training, I'm actually launching. I'm really excited about it. What I'm calling the angelic, angelic alchemy Academy. Uh, and it's going to be starting in September. And one of the things that I've really seen as I've like, I have a program called Celestial Mentorship, which is one-on-one coaching with people. And I'm able to really tailor it to what they need. Like, mm-hmm. what is the way that they navigate the Akasha? What is the way that they articulate their healing? And then moving through their 
experience with me as a healer and mentor and making sure that it actually suits them instead of having it just be this like cookie cutter approach where, yeah, yeah, you understand what I'm saying. I love that you said that. And that's so beautifully said. It's the intentionality of literally making an investment, creating a container or not creating, but like jumping into a container of space and time that was created for you and facilitated by someone to support you to go through your own journey. And then everyone's journey within that, that container is going to be different rather than here. You know, like I even found like when I did my Reiki certification, I was like, this does not connect to me in any which fucking way like it's too many rules like you know yeah oh my god there's no room for originality (laughs) here and I'm sorry I'm like don't need to remember all of these people's names like I'm sorry like yes I can like read about it and I can honor the people who you know came up with this energy method and yeah I want to like learn about it and know it but it's so I don't want it to be so rigid because I, you know, I was like, well, what if I did this? What if I had this? And like, I feel like everyone already has Reiki energy and they already have white light energy within them. So for me, and I'm not, no, I'm not shitting on Reiki in any which way. If you're a Reiki practitioner, I love Reiki. I still do it all myself. I'm just saying, I don't like when things are rigid. So it's like, I love that the way that you do it is you're supporting them in like their own way that they are getting messages. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it, and then it becomes a lot easier to be able to like put it into play because I, like you, I learned how to do, I got my first and my second Reiki attunement when I graduated from college and I never, I literally, literally, I could not remember even like during the training, the order in which we were supposed, like, I was like, I'm just going to do what makes sense. <laughs> like yeah, I just couldn't, exactly. I was, it's very, and you know, it's interesting too, because I feel like one of the things that I've witnessed very fast in my own life is that those older modalities and that like older sense of structure when the world was not as malleable or as grounded in light I think that those that was like more important perhaps Mm -hmm. and now that we are really I mean we are in it we are in the golden age this was prophesized by every indigenous religion on the planet, like we are really in a profound state of awakening, whether people are choosing to acknowledge that or not. I mean, for crying out loud, like CNN.com has articles that are like, the Pentagon confirmed that UFOs are real. And yeah. it's like, it's like, what is going on at this point? Like if you were pretending that a spiritual awakening is not afoot on this planet, like you have like giant earmuffs on and you're hiding in a corner trying to pretend that like what's real is not real, Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, is ironic. Unfortunately, 80% <laughs> of the world is doing that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So mm-hmm. we are awakening and we are here for it. Anything else that you're feeling before we move on to manic moments and manifesting, anything else you're feeling called to share with our wonderful listeners? Really just, I mean, the, the most, I feel like two, two things, my best free advice to anybody is to get a bird feeder and really start to move in tune with the earth and just start to listen to what's happening around you. That will trigger one of the biggest spiritual awakenings that a human could, could have. A bird Um, feeder. Yep. A bird feeder. The bird. It's so crazy because I literally today, (laughs) this, okay. Listen to, this is, this is three things that happened today. So I, uh, my humming, hummingbird is like my sign. When I did a reading with Shaman Derek, he said my spirit animal is hummingbird. My grandma was in love with hummingbirds. She's like very special to me. And every time I see a hummingbird, I know it's her. And I today saw a hummingbird feeder, but there was no hummingbird in it. And then when I got home, I was like, I, I was like doing my meditation. I was like, I was like, I want to see a hummingbird. Haven't, haven't seen it yet, but now you're like, get a hummingbird feeder. I'm like, duh, like, why don't I get a fucking hummingbird feeder if I want to see a hummingbird? Totally. So those totally. are all things that happened today. So getting a hummingbird feeder, there we go. Sorry. I love it. No, <laughs> um, that was so beautiful. And that's exactly, it's, this is also funny because like what just happened is how my entire life has always been. Exactly. <laughs> Where, exactly. Like, it's just like one synchrony, even when my life was a mess, it was very synchronistic and beautiful. Yeah. And I, and it had to be that way. So I would not completely forget my mission, which was to help people remember how powerful they are. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, you said that you had two pieces. Okay, wait, was it the hummingbird feeder and what was the other thing? Or the bird feeder and then what was the other yeah, thing? Yeah, the bird feeder and then and then there was something else that I was gonna say. Just, I, I feel like the other, it, it, this is not what I was gonna say, but this is clearly what I was supposed to, which is to remember as much as you possibly can, no matter how fucked up things feel, if we can remember that our trauma is literally our gold, we will be able, it does not matter how <laughs> hard things feel. If you can start to realize that your mess is your blessing, your life is going to shift dramatically. Preach. Mm -hmm. I always tell people that like my clients that are like wanting to start a business and they're like, I don't know what to, to, to teach or I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, what's the shittiest thing you've gone through in life and got out the other side of that's what you're meant to teach. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay, love. So we're going to move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested and I can go first. So <laughs> we're getting political here and we're just doing it. So I've been right. feeling away about the vaccine. Just being honest with everyone. I don't feel comfortable with it. If you want to get it, get it. No judgment doesn't feel right for me. And the door to door shit has me really freaking out. I'm in Canada, so they're not going door to door here, but I'm like, wow, they're really going to people's property to try and convince them. And there's just been a few other things that have just felt like a little a little evil and scary to me. And so I was really having a moment the other night and like texting, like I could not sleep. And I saw my other friend who is also, I know feels the same way, was also online on Instagram. So I was like, you're awake too? I was like, I feel scared. <laughs> what do we do? And we just started like having like a little freak out sesh together. The manifestation of that, that I'm feeling a lot better. Um, but then I like, no, like this is not a call to be scared. This is a call to start sharing more about my experience and how I'm feeling about things. And, you know, I've kind of been kind of dropping little feelers here and there with my audience. And I've connected with so many women that reach out to me and they're like, okay, I've been feeling the same way, but like, I'm getting so shunned when I talk about it. And I feel like I can't talk about it with anyone. And I think community is like the most important thing and unity and love and compassion. And, you know, that's just not what we've been seeing these days. We're seeing segregation. We're seeing, um, you know, anger. We're seeing people being pit against each other for having different views. And I mean, that's kind of what it's always freaking been. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, whatever your choice is, find community and unity that does, that is not judging the other community and their unity. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. I'll tell you about my meltdown, but I just want to say that to like piggyback on that. I, I've always been pro-choice. Yeah. Exactly. I've always, as it relates to the human body, the yeah. minute you start telling people what to exactly. do with their bodies it always goes bad. And I, exactly. I feel like one thing that's been really hard for me, and I'm, I bet that you understand this deeply, is that for me, I was always part of <laughs> punk communities. Mm -hmm. And I saw this meme a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to send it to you because it's so fucking funny. And it is a picture of Rage Against the Machine. And then it, the band, uh, and it's like, or something to that effect. And it's like a picture of like, you know, youth in the nineties screaming like, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. And then like the youth of today being like, fuck you, do what I tell you. And I, yes, and exactly. <laughs> right. Really, really struggling with this because I do not want anyone to tell me or anybody else exactly. what to do with their body. And I, yeah. Yeah. And that's just like, to me, it's insane to me at this point, especially because I live in the Northeastern part of the U S where this is very much in, in the vein of what you're talking about. I am really struggling watching people that I really love go so hard on things and, mm -hmm. and, and really like judging other people. And I don't, it's just, it's, it's well, not great. They're being forced. They're, they're being told that people are dangerous, that it's, that they're being endangered. So that sets up, and what, what comes from fear, that emotion that derives from fear is anger. So, yeah. you know, we've seen this in history before where, you know, people were on the wrong side of history and they thought they were on the right side of history. But I think at the end of the day, like if any, any um, belief that you have is invoking anger and fear, 
that is an indication that there's something to like look inwards about whatever side you're on. And similar to me, like I was feeling angry of like them going door to door. And I was like, okay, I need to look at this and reassess because there's clearly fear at play here. So is this intuition or is this fear? And when you can bring it back to intuition and love and compassion, then you can look at it through a different lens. Yeah. Um, It was actually also kind of funny here in Vancouver at our airport, they actually put different um, customs lines for people that were vaccinated versus non-vaccinated. And there was like a huge uproar about it. Like this is medical segregation. Like people, you know, have to pick a line. And by doing that, they're sharing their medical records with everyone else in the line. Like you can't, you know, it's really no one's business. And so they ended up, uh, they realized that the, the, the non-vaccinated line ended up just being an express line. So <laughs> all those people were getting through the line first. Yes. So, so they just, they ended up just like taking it out and being like, okay, we're not going to do that. They're like, we've <laughs> actually given everyone a special privilege without exactly, realizing right? it. Oh Expressly. my God. Well, so you true. know, you know, what's funny about that too. All right. I want to say one other thing. I, I just want, I, there's a beauty to this. All right. So I like definitely tapped into, I have clients who've gotten it. And I deeply believe that if you go into something with the intention that it is going to be aligned with your highest good, yes. that we have the capacity to do anything. And so I also don't want, and I know you don't want this either at all, but like for people who have gotten it, maybe who are wondering if that was the right move, I really want to encourage you to just take a deep breath and remember that you did it for a reason because you believed that it was going to protect you. And as long as you, you, you need to stay in that mindset. And then also, you know, there, one thing that I have seen is that you know, the people who are doing the non-traditional healing are going to be very called in the coming years to help people who have potential, you know, to help people move through the the bigger effects of what are happening right now. So I think that it all, you know, there is like, there's a way where it's almost like um, no matter what playbook gets rolled out, humans are such a wild card and we actually have really pure hearts under all of it and we can be stuck in mud right forever and then all of a sudden one day just be like I'm back (laughs) totally actually my um I have like a Chinese medicine doctor and she said she's like yeah I got it because they wanted me to get it but I did all the like energy work that I needed to do and with the intention of like I'm doing this and with the and it's gonna end up the way it's meant to be and that's fine and I just did all the clearing and healing and that I need to do and I feel fine and it's gonna be fine for me so it's like I think if you're going into it with that intention and it feels right for you then do it um if it doesn't feel right for you and you can't bring yourself to do it then at this point listen to yourself. So listen to yourself. Yep. And I, and my meltdown is really funny in my opinion, (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) as I always like to say, no matter how spiritually evolved you might be, your shit is still bullshit. (laughs) I, I have this long running hyper codependent, like relationship with almost everything. I mean, I, there, (laughs) it was ingrained in me as a child, you know, my family, there was a lot of intergenerational trauma, a lot of nonsense. Anyway, codependence is a way that I really, really, really um, shot myself in the foot for years. And Sunday, (laughs) my ish literally rang the doorbell of my house in the form of a repeating pattern that I have had, which thank God the meltdown, it, it, it involved, I won't call out specifically, just, I don't want to shame these people, but it involved a a personal relationship that I have in my house. And it was just very, very funny because I had my, now I'm saying it, my landlord had asked to like, come over to discuss something. And I just, I had just come back from a trip and I was like, not able to do it. And I was about literally about to text, like I was texting him. I just texted him to say like, I can't do this today when the doorbell rang and he had just driven to my house to discuss this thing. And I was like, 
Oh, and I started like, like I started to, I was like, oh my God, am I going to violate my own boundary and like do the thing that he wanted to do today? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to stay strong and not be a weenie? Like that is one of the things I can't make this up. My guides, their hands. And one of the things they've said to me loudly for the past year is, are you a wizard or are you a weenie? Uh, <laughs> love it. So I was like, all right, you can't be a weenie. So I had just sent him the text and I walked outside and I was like, hey, like, I was like, how are you? Like, I, it's funny timing. I actually had just texted you. Um, I, I can't do this right now. Like, I'm not available for this. Mm -hmm. And I, I almost acquiesced. And it's so funny because it wasn't a big thing. But the pattern that I was breaking was enormous. And my guides were like, this is your moment for you to really fucking walk away from this. Mm. And if you don't, you know what happens <laughs> in your life when you do not, when you, you know what happens when you don't do this. So like, let's just move it along. And I did, and it was really hard and it was a little bit scary, but then I was like, oh my God, this is totally no big deal. And I like also realized that as a tenant, right? Like I'm paying money to live in a house and like I have rights as well. And when I get caught in that like codependent thing, whether it's with, with that, or whether it's with any, anything, jobs, family, etc., that I feel like the, the worst part about codependence is that nobody wins. Yeah. No one's happy. Nobody who you're making like uh, you know, who you're like doing things or, for. Yeah. yeah. No one, mm -hmm. they're never happy. They're never like, oh, well that was great. Like yeah. everyone just ends up miserable. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that was my big, but I did it. You guys, I fucking did hey, it. I love it. <laughs> and, and then because the, my, because the world likes to be like, and you did good work when I like managed to move through these things, I got an email about a really exciting opportunity. Like no joke seconds after I had Always. like, worked this all all you know that's always how it goes right always. Like, yeah so it was really 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 synchronistic and beautiful and I definitely um yeah I definitely did a pattern break which does you know we know that doesn't mean that I may never experience this again because yeah. I wait until Mercury retrograde <laughs> <laughs> that's right but at, and it was also funny because it was such a like demure version of that pattern for me. Like when, I, when that kind of stuff has come up in the past, especially when I was, had not worked through a lot of my trauma, holy, oh my God. Like the way that my codependence, especially when I started my business was really like slammed in my face. It was way messier than that. So I appreciate the like very dignified <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Even though I started panicking and I was like, you know, breathing heavy and being a little crazy and I needed to meditate, but I, but I reeled it in. So good job. Amazing. <laughs> Did you have any good books that you read on codependency? Oh, you know, I, I read, this is so funny, but I have to say that the things that resonate the most with me in terms of recovering from codependency have for the past year really been Pleiadian channeling. Bringers, Bringers of the Dawn, which is by Barbara Marciniak. Um, oh God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Amberly. I went to see her channel live. Stop. Uh, love. When? I, it was two weeks ago. I'm hey. like still riding the high. Wait, oh my God. Okay, she's a very quiet woman. And I, I like almost, I, I find myself talking about her work all the time because her work is so powerful, but once a month and I, it, well, she, she still channels live. Wow. You can go see her. There's a metaphysical bookstore still in North Carolina that, um, that hosts like a monthly moon musing of hers. And I went with actually with, um, Emily Dukes, who I brought up earlier, the clairvocal genius, a friend of mine, um, named Emma Bremerton, who is an awesome, um, like psychic channel and artist and um, Elise Bassine, who is a breathwork coach. And we all really love her. And now that I've just gone down this tangent about books, I started an intergalactic book club la earlier this year. There's going to be another, there, there's going to be a couple more coming before the end of the year. But the first book that we read was Bringers of the Dawn. <laughs> so okay. yeah, because yeah. they're, they're like really into, they're like, um, 
what is it? The, the P's that Barbara Marciniak channels call it like nice-itis. And so they're just like, no nice-itis. Like you, you have to have boundaries. It is okay. And so they really have like shaped me up. <laughs> I will tell you. Okay. I'll be tuning into the Palladian energy tomorrow in my ritual. So. Yes. Amazing. Well, this has been delightful. Thank you so much. Can you tell everyone where we can find you? Beautiful website. Um, we are here to remember.com, the number two. I am on Instagram and Clubhouse as at C Witchery, um, S C A W I T C H E R Y. And I have a little treat for all of the Shocker Girl listeners, which is that this container that I'm launching in September, uh, if I imagine this may air after my pre-sale has ended. So I am happy to honor space available. Uh, the pre-sale price for anyone who hears this after the fact, just shoot me an email. Andrea, we are here to remember.com. Um, put Shocker Girl Radio in the um, subject. And I will also email um, or send out anyone, any of your listeners who want it. I have an intergenerational um light language healing that I channeled last year over that super powerful weekend uh, at the end of October with Halloween and Samhain and Day of the Dead and when all that energy married into one wild thing. And I will um, send that also. It's just 42 seconds long, but it Perfect. is powerful as fuck. So Can you send it to me yeah. too? I want yes. Okay. Send it over. And we're going to link everything for you listeners in the show notes. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to check out Andrea and all the amazing things that she does. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.